Yo, 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 it's your boy Nigel Lee. Welcome back to Not Too Much, episode three. And when I tell you this one is going to be a good one, this is one for the books. I have my best friend here, Prince Mills. Say what's up, Prince. Hey, y'all. How are y'all doing? Okay. We're going to be getting into a lot today, y'all. And I hope y'all are prepared. Fasten your seatbelts. And I hope... You know, t- take a shot before you listen to this episode. Okay, do take a little, a shot. do a little something so you can feel, <laughs> you can feel us through the mic. You know, a little you can one feel too. Us through the through the phone. But um, go ahead, Prince. Introduce yourself to the people. Hey y'all. Well, I'm Prince. I'm a fashion designer, model, photographer, influencer, creative director from Richmond, Virginia. Period, Richmond. Yes. And what's y'all area code? 804, you already know, two up, two down. Don't play with it. Okay. Okay. Shout out to the 804. <laughs> I am the 704, so we're not too far off. Okay. Four's in the building. But I really just want to take a moment to say, I'm so proud of you, Nigel. Thank like, you, Prince. I remember when this was just a vision that you had, and now it's actually a reality. I'm sitting in your studio. Like, you are really about it. What's up? Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate the support. And shout out to you for being such a supportive friend. I really Uh-oh. appreciate it. Okay. So, like you said, you are a model photographer, creative director, and designer. And, you know, I think the people want to know more about your journey as as a designer and what should we be expecting from you soon? So I've always been in the fashion since I was little. Like, me and my family would do, like, family photo shoots, so I always had to put it on. We'd always, like, play little battles to see who was going to be best dressed. Okay, best dressed. Okay. But I really get my style from my mom. But my brand is called Vogueer. And Wicked is really just a collection. And how I came up with Wicked is actually a funny, depressing story. Mm -hmm. So I never had a name for my brand, but I always knew that Wicked was going to be the name of the collection. Okay. So Wicked came about last school year when I was really depressed and getting high in my dorm. And I was always like a big horror movie fan. Like, I was always specifically fascinated with vampires. Okay. So I remember in, di- what is it, when I was in elementary school, I think, mm-hmm. me and my mom would always watch The Vampire Diaries every Thursday okay. while everybody else was watching shout Disney. Shout out, mom. Shout out, mom. <laughs> okay. We would be watching The Vampire Diaries on CW every Thursday. So I always had a fascination with vampires. But last school year, when I was depressed and struggling with, like, artist block and just finding my purpose, I found myself wearing all black and watching scary movies as, like, a way to cope. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, like, became a vampire in a sense. Yes, like a modern-day vampire. Okay. So I remember one night it had came to me that I was turning into, like, a modern-day depressed vampire. And I had kept having this thought of, like, if I'm going to be sad, I'm going to make it fashion. Okay. If I'm going to be depressed, I'm going to make it cunt. All right. So I sketched some designs in my room with my boyfriend at the time, and we really came up with, like, a whole collection in one night. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was funny because, like, whenever I'm depressed, that's when my work starts to be amazing. Okay. And it's like when I'm at my lowest, it's like I tap into my creativity more. Mm-hmm. So Wicked is really just a reflection of me recovering from depression. And in a weird way, it's also like a love letter to vampire attire. Okay. Now, you said Wicked is a collection from your brand. So let's tell us more about Vulgar. So Vulgar... Vulgar is, in simple terms, I make clothes for bad bitches to feel content, Okay. to to be honest. 
So Vogue right now, it was couture fashion, so I was making more suits and gowns and dresses, and I still am, like, for commission mm -hmm. and personal. Okay. But I think now I want to go into more streetwear and, like, elevated streetwear. So I know for the summer I'm going to do a few drops, like some teas, a lot of denim work, and I have some major collabs coming soon, too. Okay. Shout out the major collabs coming soon. Yes. Now, where can we find you on all socials? All socials, my at is Prince Mills, P-R-Y, not an I, okay. N-C-E, Mills, M-I-L-L-S. All right. Now, make sure y'all follow my boy, all right? Okay. Okay. So, now, like we've talked about, you are very known for being stylish in the content that you produce, and I feel like it definitely does speak for itself. Thank you. Okay. So, what or who would you say you get your style from, and what would you say your brand actually is? So I think my brand is kind of all over the place. So I know I get my style from Rihanna. Okay. And I love her because I love how she's able to take her Come style. Come on, real boy, boy. Give it up. Okay. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Pisces sister. Uh -huh. So I've always been obsessed with her fashion. I love how she's able to literally put on clothes and be a character, whatever she puts on. Like she could wear, I want to say, a cow outfit one day and mm -hmm. then the next want to be Christian and wear like a churchy outfit. I right. think fashion is fun when you're able to dabble in different personalities and just take over that ego. Okay, so you said Rihanna is kind of somewhat of your idol. So let me ask you an actual question that I think a lot of people really want the answer to. Yes. How did you feel about the Super Bowl performance? <sighs> so... <laughs> I always said that Rihanna could not disappoint me, and she still can't. Uh -huh. Her outfit that she wore, I loved. Okay. I loved her um, stage setup. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was lip syncing the whole time. I did want a little more from her. She was. Um, I, she was pregnant. I'm gonna say I'm gonna blame it on her being pregnant. Okay, now how do you feel about the the pregnancy? I mean. Aesop Rocky really did his big one. I'll he say did, that. He, he got him a billionaire. He did, and he knew what he was doing. Okay. He said, I want them back to back. Back to back. Back to back. And I can't knock him, but I was, I don't know. I didn't want her with him. Why? But then again, like, I can't see her with anybody else because he does match her fly. He does. And they do have history. They do have history. But why would you not want them together? I don't know. I just see her with somebody. I don't know. Like who? If you could pair Rihanna with anybody else, who would you pair with? A rich billionaire that don't nobody know. Or a prince. <laughs> a prince. <laughs> a prince. A prince. Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now many people may not know this, but I do because we have such a close friendship. Yes. But your government name is actually Justin. Yes. Okay, so where did you get the name Prince? Where did it come from? And what's the story behind it? So, ooh, that's a lot. But... Prince was always, like, a nickname because mm -hmm. I always viewed myself as royalty. But I think Justin, growing up, he just took a lot of shit. Okay. And growing up in Richmond was honestly something. Like, I felt like I was born around, like, a lot of haters. Mm -hmm. And when I was growing up, I was always shy and reserved. But I could always dress. And I was also funny, too. Okay. But in middle school, it was just, like, a traumatic experience because it was, like, the kids... It was something that I wasn't used to. The transition from elementary to middle school mm -hmm. was just a lot for me because you went from being a kid and, you know, being on the playground, just having fun to, like, 
it being like Mean Girls, yeah. like the movie. It's like once you go from elementary to middle, it's like a jungle. It changes. The aspects yes. change. Everybody's getting older. They're starting to have their own opinions. It's not like, oh, I'm in elementary school. I'll do what my mom and my dad say, and I follow my friends. Like, you start to find yourself. So I can understand how that and I, hard. I think what had messed me up at the time was like, you know how it's like a school system. Uh-huh. So my school system ended up being like cut off from everybody I went to ele- elementary school with. So they went to like this other middle school and I had to go to another one all by myself. Oh, so you had to find like new friends. Yes. And when I tell you, it was so traumatic. Like they used to bully me for my mole. What? Yes. They used to bully me for the gap I had at the time that we don't speak on. Oh okay, my God. Don't go to my tag. <laughs> but... They used to bully me for my voice and just my sexuality. It was just a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. So I had a hard time, like, loving myself being in Richmond. Okay, so with that being said, though, like, now I feel like you're very confident in who you are and you are that boy. So, like, yes. how did that come about? So, yeah. So, like I was saying, I think Justin had went through, like, a lot of trauma. He was struggling to, like, be comfortable with himself and his sexuality and even the way he used to dress he felt like he had to dress a certain way. Like, he would never... I don't think I ever would have wore a crop top mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I was in high school and I started to dress nice and I was taking pics, people would, like, still find a way to, like, knock me down. But I remember, like, my senior year when I first got into Howard and they posted me on the Howard Roll Call. I had got, like, 2K followers from them because they started liking, like, my content. Okay. Because I was always producing, like, content when I was back home. But I, like I said, I was never getting, like, too much love. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, as soon as I got posted on the Howard Roll Call, like, people started recognizing, like, my outfits, my content. And it was just, like, a lot of love that I don't think I ever received growing up. And it was just different for me to, like, be surrounded by support. Mm-hmm. So then my freshman year was online, and I kept posting since we were at home due to COVID and I started to get more love from different HU students and it was just really refreshing to feel recognized for my creativity and it felt good to be accepted by my community for once. Okay, that's good. And I'm happy that actually happened for you because I feel like some people still might be in that space of not feeling like they have been accepted or they're still trying to find themselves and I'm so appreciative that you have found yourself. Yeah. That we actually have been able to meet each other and actually start a great friendship. No, yeah. I don't want people to think like Prince is like, you know, I have multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. I view Prince as like a rebrand for me coming into my true self. Okay. Like Prince was everything Justin had wanted to be, but felt like he couldn't based off his environment and who he surrounded himself with at the time. And Prince is just talking his shit. All right. I'm proud of you, friend. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Okay, now I do want to play a game. Ooh, friend. Now this game is going to be called Spin the Wheel. Okay. Now this is a story time game. So what I've done is I have a couple categories <laughs> on my phone of this Spin the Wheel. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to spin it. Okay? Oh and whatever boy. category it lands on, we have to tell a story based off of that category. Okay? And this okay. is like personal experiences, what you've seen, or just your opinion on whatever it lands on. Okay? Yes, I'm ready. You ready? Ooh, All right, so I'm about to so spin messy. the wheel. <laughs> I'm about to spin the wheel. All right, it's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Oh my god. Okay, so it's landed. It says, "Recall a time where you made a decision that ended up being your biggest regret." So I've actually made quite a few decisions <laughs> I regret, <laughs> but I think the biggest one was when I remember I was a junior in high school. 
and I had like my first boyfriend. I don't even consider it a real boyfriend to be honest. We met on social media. Okay. That don't even count. <laughs> but I was like madly in love with him because like I told you, I have I wasn't able to be myself for so long. So when I first had that one person that I felt like understood me, right. I loved him. Mm-hmm. Like Trust virtually me, I, and all. I understand. <laughs> Go ahead. So it got to a point where I was DL at the time. So he basically gave me this ultimatum saying, if you don't come out for me, like, I'm going to leave you. Ooh. I know. And then he blocked me. And I remember the next day I went to my mom and I was crying and I came out to her. Uh-huh. And I think my biggest regret is coming out to her over a dude. Now, what was your mom's reaction when you actually did come out? So... She was very supportive. Mom, I have the most supportive mom. And like I told you, because I was watching like shows with her since I was in elementary school, mm-hmm. that's literally like my best friend. Aww. So she didn't overreact like I thought she would. It was actually very supportive. I think I just shouldn't have came to her saying, like, I have a boyfriend. I felt like it could have been a lot for her to take in, too. Because first I come to you and tell you I'm gay. Right. And I know like she probably already had these... Notions. Yeah, in her head that she was going to have kids. She was going to have, like... Grandkids. Yeah, grandkids. I was going to have a wife. And then to come out to her and say, I'm gay, and... I got a boyfriend. I I got a boyfriend, too, that I'm going to bring home next weekend. It's just, like... (laughs) (laughs) It's just a lot to take in. And even when I called him and I had told him, like, I came out, he already had a new boyfriend by then. I know. That he probably already had. Already had. Mm-hmm. And you already know how that goes. Clock that T. Clock that T. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to have you spin the wheel for me. Ooh, and okay. you ask me a question based off what category we land on. Okay, it's spinning. Okay, it's spinning. Ooh. I'm nervous, y'all. I'm nervous. Okay, it says, ooh, recall your nastiest hookup. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, recall my nastiest hookup. Honestly, I haven't had many. Um, so we're not even going to get into all of that. My nastiest, it was, we'll just say the hookup was within a relationship. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> the nastiest I've ever gotten with that, it was a time where we were outside. It was, I want to say, about 12-something in the morning in the mm. neighborhood, in the cul-de-sac. Oh, cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> in the cul-de-sac. And it was one of those moments where I think I was supposed to be heading home. Oh, okay. And it was like, a nah, we don't, you know, I don't want you to go home yet. Let's try to, you know. It was a quickie moment. Mm. and But it started in car, ended outside of car. Let's just say... Let's say on the side. It was outside of the car. Ooh. It was outside of the car, twelve thirty in the morning, and we was doing the do. Let's okay. just <laughs> let's just say that. A period. That's probably my in the cul-de-sac. In the cul-de-sac. Was it nuts flying around? No. Okay. No, but it was by the lake. Ooh, lake. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna spin again. We'll do two questions each. Okay. okay. So this is gonna be your second question. All right. It's spinning. It's spinning. Okay, so it landed on, what is your most embarrassing memory? Most embarrassing memory? Hmm. So, honestly, it could be two, because I had one this morning. when I. (laughs) (laughs) So, I legit came to campus, and you know how they have the new bathrooms in Douglas, where it's like the gender neutral bathrooms and it's like an individual okay. stall okay so i was like okay that's cute uh oh before you even embarrass me no i was not doing the number two 
I was just going in there to check like, up. I was like, did you want your space? <laughs> <Is> that <what laughs> you a little one, too. <laughs> but I had realized when I closed the door behind me, it had no handle on there, like, to leave. Uh, I was literally just stuck in the bathroom. I had to call Hope. What? Yes. I had to call my friend on the phone to come get me from the bathroom from the other side. I was stuck in it. So, and it's Howard, if y'all are listening, fix the gender neutral bathrooms in Douglas Hall, please. Please. First time because using that's it. not okay for students to be stuck up in there at all. Imagine if you did take a number two. Okay. And you had to have somebody come open that door. Oh, so what happened was <laughs> the bathroom had already stunk. So when she came, I promise you it won't me. It had already stunk. <laughs> Bitch, I promise you, it was not me. It had already stunk. Okay. I don't even use public bas- bathrooms for real. Okay, but yeah. you did go to the gender neutral and used it. I just don't want to. So I'm about to spin the wheel for you, Nigel. Okay, okay. it's spinning. So it's my last question, y'all. It says, recall the wildest night out. Wildest night out. The wildest night out. Okay. The first night that comes to my head, I don't think this was my wildest night, but it was a very fun night, and it was actually recent. Okay, so I went out with some friends. Um, shout out Kennedy, Yara, Pierre, Valencia, Hannah, Jahi. We had a good time this period. night. So we have went to the club. We went to Zebby's in D.C. Ooh, where was I? You had decided to leave because you were supposed to go with us, but Ooh, you decided to oh, go oh, home early. Ooh, okay. Clock that tea. Clock that tea. Okay. <laughs> so we went out to Zebby's. We had a great night. And then we were supposed to be done because one of us had something to do the next day early in the morning. So he was like, okay, we're going to leave the club by 1130. That was our that was our time. We even set a timer. Right. Not 1130. 1.30 a.m. We said that we was going to leave, right? Mm-hmm. 1.30 come. We like, let, let's go to another. Let's go to another club. So we tried to go to Rose Bar. Went out to Rose Bar. Mm-hmm. They was on craziness, talking about some. Oh, they charging at the door. If you're not on somebody guest list, you can't get in. So he was like, "Okay, the night is not over though." So we went across the street to this white club. We could see the white people pumping. Boom, 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 boom. They, they was going crazy. Was going <laughs> it was it was LED lights and everything. So we was okay. like, "Okay, let's go over there." Mind you, most of the clubs close at two, so it's a little past one thirty at this point. Right. And they was like, "Oh no, we let our last people in. We're done for the night." So we like, bro, like we're trying to go to another club. Like it's not over. So we go to Phantom. Now Phantom, it, it's a white club as well. We go in there, right? Is that on you? That's no, it's not on your street. I don't know where what street that is, but it's close to um over there by DuPont. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, so we went to Phantom and we was in there and mind you it was all with the white folks. We was, you know, pumping. We was like, all right, we lit, we lit, we lit. Then they started playing some song. We was like, all right, that's our cue. It's time to go. It's lame. We start walking down the steps of the club, right? Mm-hmm. And then we start hearing Empire State of Mind by Jay Z featuring mm-hmm. Alicia Keys. The beat drop. And we said, hold on. We all turned back around, <laughs> ran up the steps, and we was going crazy. And I okay. think it's because they seen the black kids come in. Right. Y'all changed the music. Y'all seen us walking out. And then y'all was like, oh, no, we're going to bring them back. Okay. And show up, we ran up them steps. And oh. we was like, in New York. <laughs> we had oh a good time. God. After that, we was like, all right, y'all. Like, it's, it's really time to go home. But that was mm-hmm. a really wild night. We was just club hopping, just didn't want to go home. And I'm pretty sure I probably didn't get home till 3.30, close to 4 a.m. Oh, period. And then, you know, I think we did have to get up early the next day. But that was a wild night. That was definitely a good night. One I will not forget. That was a good D.C. night. 
Okay. Not y'all was running around DC we playing, were, playing were, in the streets. We okay, were playing in the streets like the rats. We were. Ooh, not like the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know the audience may not know this, but we obviously know this. But to make it clear, me and Prince are part of the LGBTQ plus community, right? And well, I speak for yourself. What? <laughs> Clock that T. Clock that T. Well, I'm speaking for both of us because it is the truth. <laughs> but I feel like I've been noticing, like within our community. Um, a lot of us struggle with mental health, but I've also noticed like when it comes to relationships or just trying to gain a connection with somebody, like it's very toxic. And I feel like a lot of people in our community are very hypersexualized. Like, what are your thoughts on that? So I do agree. Um, I know when I first I came to campus, like I don't want to say I was fast, but I do want to say I was very like eager to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think it was mainly because like when I was coming coming up and just growing up I was DL Mm -hmm. so I felt like I had to push that part of my life to the side right so when I was finally like free and in this environment I don't want to say I was fast but like I was like you were exploring yeah I was eager to like find love and like (laughs) (laughs) I did want to like experience love and true love and I'm my mom always said I was a sucker for love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am a Pisces, so. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm so sorry, y'all. Well, I'm a Sagittarius. Ooh. Sagittarius. Yeah. That's We're not that bad. No, y'all are crazy. Y'all Pisces are actually very emotional. Do you think you're emotional? Um, Yeah, and when drunk, sometimes irrational. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, when I was first coming here, I do think, like, I was in, like, my exploring phase, and I wanted to test out what I liked, what I didn't like, and not take notes, but, like, just explore. Mm -hmm. So now I think I'm at this chapter in my life where I am ready for a serious relationship because at first I was kind of like, it's playtime. I'm not, you know, I'm a city boy. Like, I'm here for (laughs) a good time, not a long time. Now I think I'm just trying to find my husband, and I have noticed that, like, everybody, it seems like I'm trying to find my husband, everybody's still trying to play. Right. We on, like, two different chapters. Now, it's hard when you've kind of, like, over the play play and you're trying to really, like, settle down. Like, we finna graduate college mm-hmm. within a year. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, why are you still playing? Like, why have you not gone through what you need to go through? But, obviously, we do have to respect that people are always on different chapters. Like, you yeah. know. But I've also realized, like... Niggas ain't shit. They really they are not be. shit. But no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say all. Oh, okay, maybe not all, cause it's some good ones. Yeah, it's some good ones. And they gonna be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, some good ones. Get you one from the island. Okay. Clock that Clock that Okay, clock that. <laughs> oh my god, that one almost slipped past me. <laughs> clock that T. Clock that T. Clock that T. I had a great time with you. We got some good laughs, and I feel like we talked about a lot, some real good informational things. Now, are there any parting words that you have for the audience? I just want to say thank you all for tuning in, and keep tuning in to Not Too Much with Nigel Lee. Actually, I do have a question for you, Nigel. Okay, what's the question? How do you feel about being a black gay man in America? In America? Um, Or just in the industry, period. I feel it is very hard to be a homosexual black African-American man in America. Um, It's certain things, certain expectations of black men in America that I feel like, you know, it's very hard to deal with. But as far as me being in this industry, I think I somewhat have an advantage. 
because there aren't a lot of gay African-American males that are on television um, for various reasons. But I feel like I have the personality for it. I feel like I have the determination for it and the motivation that I will be the first. Not the first, because, I mean, we have Don Lemon, we have others, but one that's actually going to do something with this and going to take it, you know, the long way. Um, Some of my idols are Oprah Winfrey, uh, Gail King. So, like, I just want to be that person and, you know, also open the doors for others that are behind me, like, to let them know it's possible. Um, You just have to work extra hard Mm -hmm. other, you know, more than others, but... Um, it uh, it scares me, but it's nothing that I can't overcome. Period. I feel like my upbringing and, you know, my support system from home, my friends, my family, everybody supports me. And shout out to them also. I appreciate and I love them. But yeah, um, I got this. Okay. We'll say that. We'll Have say you that. experienced any challenges of being gay, like, while on campus? Um... Not necessarily. I wouldn't say challenges. Some friendships have been tested due mm. to my sexuality, I will say. Really? Yes. Um, but I'm not going to say that they're challenging because I know me. Mm-hmm. I know what I will put up with and I know what I won't. Okay. So, yeah, I'm a very strong-minded person. So No, yeah. Self-worth is like the key to everything. Yes, it is. It is. And if, and if you need some more self-growth tips, go to episode one. Okay. <laughs> next chapter. Period. Promo. Don't play with it. <laughs> don't play with it. Don't play with it. Yes. But again, I will see y'all next week. Same day, same time on any device. And remember, wash your ass and take out the trash. See you next week. Okay. See you next week. <laughs>